Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Empowered Parent. My name is Raquel Brown, and I am a wife, a mother, an educator, and most importantly, a passionate follower of Jesus Christ. This podcast is designed to empower and equip parents with the tools, resources, and strategies you need to increase your influence and impact in the lives of your children and the children in your circle of influence. I hope you leave feeling inspired, refreshed, and renewed. So today I want to talk a little bit about this idea of living a balanced life as a parent. Um, I remember years ago being in a workshop and there was a an illustration that was done. I believe we were watching this illustration being done on a video and there was a gentleman and he had a jar and beside the jar he had three other containers. In the first container he had some big rocks and in the second container he had some like smaller rocks like pebbles and in the third container he had some sand. So he took the empty jar and he proceeded to add the contents of the other three jars so the rocks, the pebbles and the sand into this empty jar. Um, he started by adding the sand and then the pebbles, but when he tried to add the rocks, the audience noticed that everything couldn't fit inside. So then he took everything out and the second time he tries, he starts with the rocks first, the big rocks, then he added those smaller pebbles and then the sand. And his point with the illustration was that um, if we're going to live a life of balance, then we need to take care of what he called the big rocks or the most important things first, and then make time for the little rocks and then all the things in our life that are less important, which would be represented by the sand. Um, when all the items were placed in the container in the order of the big rocks and the small rocks and the sand last, then everything would fit. And if we saw our lives that way, we would be more efficient and we would be more effective and we'd be more productive. I want to challenge us today to think of things in a little different way. Um, as parents, we're often struggling to figure out how can we fit everything in? Um, many of us work, or some of us are entrepreneurs, we own our own businesses, we volunteer. Um, many of us have ministry obligations. Our kids have so many activities that they're involved in. They have schoolwork they need help with. We have obligations to our family and our extended family. And sometimes we don't know how to arrange everything in our lives to create um, what was illustrated in this object lesson with the jar, that life of balance. But when we think about our roles as Christian parents, is balance what God really promised us or expects us to be trying to achieve? I would say that balance is not the life that God requires us to live. Balance, by definition, is the even distribution of weight or an amount. God does not expect us to evenly distribute tasks and responsibilities in our lives. I believe He has a higher calling in our lives 
I don't believe he's called us to a life of balance, but I believe he's called us to a life of order. Order is the way that things are placed in relationship to each other. Order refers to rank. Order is the condition in which every part is in its rightful place. Now, the challenge or the problem with balance is that many times our, even our relationship with God is placed as one of these big rocks in our lives. And we just include him like in our list of things to do. And many times he just becomes the bookends to our day. We pray in the morning, sometimes in the car, and we pray if we're able to when we get home at the end of the day. But when we try to balance God with our stuff, our, our lives feel off kilter or offset and our equilibrium is off. And that's because God is a God of order and not so much a God of balance. He wants to be first in our lives. And I know many of you are thinking, okay, come on, Raquel, you're being really you're just being really specific and nitpicky. Obviously, um, once I balance my life, obviously God is first. And I think we need to stop saying that. I think we need to stop placing God as like this footnote in our lives. Like oh, it goes without saying that I'm a believer. It goes without saying that I love Christ. As a parent and as a believer, we want to make sure that God is first because our children need to know that there is a real God who has the ability to order and prioritize their steps. They need to believe that there is a real God who has expectations for how we should live. So if we're going to support our children in embracing that truth, we need to model that truth in our own lives. We need to live lives that show that God is the number one priority. The Bible even teaches us to seek first God's kingdom. When God is placed as the priority, then we'll be in a mindset to listen to him so that he can arrange in their rightful place, in their rightful rank, all of our other things. And this is also very important when it comes to, very important when it comes to discipline, because when God is the priority, we will discipline our children from a different place. We'll actually move out of just discipline for um, punitive reasons, and we will actually see discipline for what it is, discipleship. That's actually the root word of discipline. It's to disciple to correct our children so that they will go on the right path. When truth, right and wrong rests on us, then we run a higher risk of our children rebelling against our created ideas, rules, and expectations. But when the order of God is engrafted in our hearts and into their hearts, then parental authority comes from a completely different place. It's not just because mommy said so or because daddy says so. It's because our children, through our teaching and discipleship, will understand that the rules and, and parameters that we set um, around them and for them actually are connected to God, right? Our children will start to understand that discipline originates from a place that's deeper and bigger than mom and dad. 
right? God expects us and his word commands us to have no other gods before him. That's the first commandment. He asks us in Deuteronomy 6, one of my favorite parenting scriptures, that we commit to loving him with all of our heart, all of our soul, and all of our strength. So parents, we need to make sure that we choose order over balance. The Bible says that the steps of a righteous person are ordered by God. That means he's able to put things in their correct spot. It means that if we allow him, he will teach us what things are priority, but he expects to be the number one priority. The only way for God to have the space to place every element in our lives in the right place to order things is if our lives are completely surrendered to him. Godly parents choose order over balance. So now when you kind of come to this realization, you're like, oh my gosh, Raquel, that makes sense. Hopefully that's what you're saying or thinking. Then we need to talk about what does that order look like in tangible, practical ways. It means that we have to carve out some time in our day, intentional, focused time to pray and study and read God's word without exception. We cannot be telling our kids that God is the source of our strength and the strength of our life and we're not submitting or surrendering our lives to Him daily. It means that we need to model that commitment to Christ for our children. Practical example for you, um, and some of you may agree with me and some may disagree, that's okay, but I know that there is a tendency or a lean towards using our devices to engage in God's Word. Many of us have wonderful apps, and I have them too, that have the complete Bible, allow you to highlight, allow you to engage in Bible study. But for a parent, especially when you have small children, when our children see us on our devices, they usually think we're doing with our device the same thing that they do with theirs. So because of that, I encourage parents, especially if you have younger kids, and when I'm saying younger, I'm saying like littles all the way up to probably middle school, that you actually invest in an actual Bible, like with pages that we can turn. And I know there's someone out there rolling their eyes saying like, who has an actual Bible? The point of it is there are some things that we will have to do as parents to model certain behavior. Right. And if maybe not that, be very intentional when you're engaging in Bible study on that device so that your kids can see that no, daddy's not on, mommy is not on a social media app right now. They're actually engaging in God's word. It's very important because children, they'll do what you say some of the time, but they will more likely do what you do. Another thing to help model the order that God is first in our life is by praying openly so our children can hear us. I remember as a teenager, my mom hearing her pray in her room and just the passion and the power and the words that she was saying, um, it moved me. It convicted me at some times and it 
it sat on my in my mind and in my heart when I was on my way making decisions day to day. So it's important that our kids hear us praying for them. It's important that our kids hear us call their names before the Lord. So those are like two practical ways, carving out that time. And then another thing that we can do to model this for our kids is having a family time together, right? In addition to family time where you are building social relationships and those intimate relationships, also spending time around God's word. Now, it doesn't mean that you got to, you know, crack out the King James and be like, thou shalt therefore be converted. That's not what I'm talking about. It means creating intentional space and even some organic opportunities where you can talk to your children about God's word. When your kids are asking you questions where you can embed the truth of God's word into your responses. The idea here, parents and caregivers and caring adults, is that we are modeling a life of godly order. That our kids are not seeing us frazzled and frustrated with all of the things we have to do, but that we are modeling the truth of God's word. We are modeling that God's word is, is absolutely true when it says, if you seek first my kingdom, all other things will be added. That means all other things will come after that our kids can see us living a life because if they can't see us living the truth of this word, if they can't see the benefit of being a believer, why would they choose Christ when they're older? Right? Yes, I know that we send our kids to church and the churches, for the most part, do the best job that they can. And some do a you know, phenomenal job of, 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 of teaching those Sunday school lessons and giving those kids church experiences. But as a parent, you are your child's first small group leader. Your influence will have the most impact on whether or not that child chooses to follow um, after Christ or not. No matter how fantastic your child's small group leader is, no matter how amazing your high school ministry is, what you do in your home is going to have a deeper impact on that child. So it's really important that you think intentionally about how we're modeling this concept of order. So once again, godly parents choose order over balance. Is it easy? Absolutely not all the time. Is it easier sometimes than others? Absolutely it is. But whether or not something is difficult or easy does not remove or absolve us of the responsibility to do that thing. So it might mean creating new habits. It might mean bringing in another couple or another parent that can hold you accountable to the commitments that you're going to make, to doing a, a better, more um, tangible job, visible job of living a life of order. But as godly parents, we need to be, do, be, be willing to do whatever it takes to do the best job that we can. Even if it means um, inconveniencing ourselves, even if it means operating a little bit outside of our own comfort zone, even if it means waking up a little bit earlier, even if it means rethinking the pattern and the routine of our day to make sure that we are modeling that life of order. 
So listen, as I always say, you are an empowered parent and there is nothing, nothing outside of your capacity to do as long as you have the right people around you, the right support around you, and you have God's word under you. So let's think about that, shifting out of a life of balance and embracing a life of order. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Empowered Parent. I'm Raquel Brown, and it has been my pleasure to share with you today. Please follow me on social media. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook under Empower and Equip. You can also find me on my on the web at empowerandequip.ca.